The information and opinions expressed on this program are intended to address specific questions asked, situations described in the program or on the website, and topics of expressed interest. The information and or opinions are not designed to constitute advice, mental health diagnosis, and or specific life situations. You should not act or rely upon any information contained in these broadcasts or on the website without seeking the advice of a licensed mental health professional who has conducted a formal assessment or evaluation on you and has the requisite information needed to provide a more well-informed opinion. This includes but is not limited to licensed clinical social workers, licensed marriage and family therapists, licensed professional counselors, licensed mental health counselors, doctors of psychology, and psychiatrists. If you have any questions about the information or opinions expressed on the website or during this broadcast, please contact your licensed mental health professional. Welcome to The Wellness Enclave with Dr. Sewell. The Wellness Enclave will explore emotional health and its impact on everyday life. In the Enclave, we will address emotional health and how it is connected to other parts of your life, such as physical health, relationships, spirituality, and even decision-making. The goal is to help you become a healthier and happier you through motivation, education, and innovation. And now, The Wellness Enclave with Dr. Sewell. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Wellness Enclave with Dr. Sewell, where emotional health and wellness is our top priority. Today, we will be talking about work-life balance as a single parent with Mr. Tony Groves. We will be right back after this break. Oh, oh, oh. 
All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the Wellness Enclave, where today we will be talking about work-life balance as a single parent. But before I get started, Mr. Smith, thank you for that Michael Jackson. That was old Michael Jackson. (laughs) That was Michael Jackson with the afro, and he still had, you know, the the, uh, nose, a little bit of the nose and stuff like that. That was Michael Jackson was still black. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mr. Gross, how are you you doing this morning, Mr. Gross? I'm doing great. How are you? I am I am doing well. So we're we're tackling this. If people listen to my show, they know I talk periodically about self-care. Um, Mr. Groves in, in many instances I'll ask colleagues or friends or associates, I'll say, Hey, give me some give me some topics. I know what I want to talk about, but give me some topics. And one of the things uh, that was brought to me by Mr. Groves himself was work life balance. Uh, as a single parent. And if you guys recall, we had this gentleman on the, the show before. He um, is a return guest, and, and I had him on the show when we were saluting fathers for Father's Day. And, and so I'm glad that you gave me this topic. I'm glad that you are able and that you are willing to come on the show and share your perspective. So thank you very much, Mr. Groves. Well, thank you for having me. I really, really appreciate it. I know we've had a lot of conversations about a a lot of different things. Right. And, uh, you know, I think this is important. So thank you. So tell me how you're defining work-life balance. Um, I think work-life balance isn't just going to work every day. It's everything that we do to sustain our life and our family, um, including, you know, work, chores, mm-hmm. uh, family commitments, mm-hmm. whether that be visiting, you know, family or, uh, you know, just whatever it takes to kind of sustain the life that we have going forward, you know, okay. planning for the future. All of those things um, could be considered the, the work of life. Okay. Okay. And that's that's interesting the way you put that, like the, the work the work of life, and it still equals to work-life balance. So that that's interesting because because life, it can be a challenge, and it, and it, it is work. Um, a lot of times it is work. Um, do you think work-life balance is the same for everyone? No, I think it's I think it's different depending on um, what that means for you. Um, if you are, you know, a single person, you don't have any kids. You know, maybe you're working your way through school. Maybe mm-hmm. you're already an established person. Um, I think you still need work-life balance, but mm-hmm. I think it's just. It's just different, and um, depending on our lot in life, mm-hmm. maybe some of us have to work harder at having a work-life balance. Right. Um, right. You know, so it's, 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 tra- it's definitely a trade-off, but right. it's definitely different for everyone. And I'm, I'm going to talk about that um, a little bit later. And for those of you who are uh, a little bit younger, when somebody says their lot in life, that just means, <laughs> that means that, <laughs> that the circumstances that individuals have, have been placed in and they didn't have any control over those circumstances. So right. that's kind of what we're, that's kind of what we're, we're talking about there. So one of the things that you mentioned, you mentioned several things. So two things you said, one, work-life balance is not the same for Everyone, even if you're even if you have five single parents in the room, their work life balance, how they're how they're looking at it may be different. But the first thing you did when you started looking at areas for you, you were talking about that's work, that's visiting um, family and friends that could be chores. So would it be safe to say that the first thing that we need to do or that the first thing a single parent needs to do is prioritize 
what's most important and work from there. How how does that sound? Would that be correct? I, I would agree completely. Um, you definitely have to put first things first. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes the things that may seem important are not the most important. Okay. And we have to be able to identify those things. Okay. And so for you, if you were going to prioritize, let me say, let's say you have, excuse me, let's say you have work, you have, Mm -hmm. um, you have your, your daughter and, Mm -hmm. um, let's see, work, your daughter, you have support system. So that's the family and friends. I'm calling the support, the social support, the family and, and, and the friends and the visiting. And where, how would you, how would you put those things in, in order? just off the top of your head or is it just depending um, on the, on the day? For because me and you know, mm-hmm. my, my daughter, I, I consider, you know, home to be the, the top priority. Okay. okay. And then sort of branching out from there. Um, work is definitely important without work. I, I wouldn't, I would not have a home. Right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, but home is definitely important. If she's, you know, out sick or she's not feeling well, then everything has to kind of stop so I can make sure that she's okay. That's my responsibility Mm -hmm. as a parent. Um, But then also, you know, there are times when she, something is very important to her and it may kind of either conflict with something that's very important to me. And then in that moment, we have to sort of like come up with a plan to, Mm -hmm. to try to prioritize and figure out a way to, uh, to make, to make that happen. Um, so it's definitely this, this sort of high wire type okay. world walking type of act that has to happen sometimes. Um, but yeah, home is definitely going to be like top priority. Okay. Um, you know. And as a single parent, how? So let me ask you this: Number one, do you have so do you have a support system to help you with your daughter? Like an ex- extended family doesn't have to be family. When I say extended family, it could be friends. So extended. Family, do you? That's the first question. Do you have someone to help you with your daughter? Um, for me, you know, I guess my support system, you know, would be my uh, my brother. He's not. He lives in in Georgia, but he lives outside of the city. Okay. Um. So if I really, really need something, I could probably um, I could call on him and ask for help. But um, most of the time, you know, it's it's just me. Okay. So with that being stated, um, because I, I find sometimes it's more difficult for parents who don't have a support system in the same city than it is for people who do have a support system. So with that being stated, then my question to you is, are there times, because I know as, and again, as you said, it's depending on somebody's lot in life, but in my experience in talking to friends who are single parents, whether it's male or female, and they don't have a support system in the city, one of the biggest things that happens to them is they feel like when their children become adults, they feel like, you know what, I missed out on a lot of time with my child because I had to go to work. Do you ever feel like that? Um, yes, I, I do. I was very fortunate early on to uh, work from home for a number of years Mm. so it was it was definitely uh, a benefit and and a bit of and a blessing to be able to be there when it was time to send my child to school to be there when she came home from school to help her with her homework Uh, so that was definitely a a benefit but there are times when um, life is really really busy and you spend so much time 
doing the the work of life that you feel like you miss out on um, that other balance part where you get to enjoy the life that you're working to maintain. So you're so busy preparing for maintaining and or in the maintaining, I understand. But a lot of times I feel like we're busy preparing for the future, just as just as individuals, we're preparing for the future and we're letting the present pass us by and in not understanding or getting a full and not, I'm not going to say not understanding, but not letting it sink in with you that you can go outside and get hit by a bus. So you did all of that work and you right. still didn't enjoy the people that you want yourself, nor did you enjoy the people that you wanted to share it with. But I do understand there are times that we have, we, as, as they say, when I was growing up, you got to do what you got to do. So, so, so I understand that because your physical, physiological or your basic needs, like Maslow's hierarchy, has to be taken care of um, first. My other question is, does work-life balance, does it change for you or does it look different depending upon the age of the child? Because, uh, uh, again, I've worked with people now, and I've had friends who had children who were two, three, and four years old. Okay, so your work-life balance, if you have any at two, three, and four, when you're dealing with a child two, three, and four, as opposed to 16 and 17, may be a little different. So... What what are the what are, what are the differences there? Like if I'm dealing Man, with a child, I, mm-hmm. I would agree. I mean, it's kind of, and I don't know. People may have different experience, but um, when when my daughter was younger, let's say for me, um, the balance part of the enjoying life. You know, I, I enjoy working out. I would go to the gym, want to you know play basketball, lift some weights. Um, most of the the gyms now, if you if you have a gym membership, they have a of a child care area mm-hmm. and uh i would take her to the child care area for a an hour or so and then i would i would exercise mm-hmm. um you know and now with my daughter being older she has her own hobbies and activities so i would you know it's different i can't just take her with me if we're doing something at the same time i have to take her drop her off go okay. do what i'm gonna do and come back so it's sort of this uh this juggling thing you're always going to be going to be involved in what they're doing um from from day to day mm-hmm. but it, it definitely definitely does change sometimes it feels like it's more work when they're mm-hmm. older okay <laughs> okay when they're, than when they're younger because when they're younger they don't really say anything you know they their needs are, are kind of minimal mm-hmm. as they get older mm-hmm. you know you're dealing with another young adult basically right you know they got right. opinions you know, they go places. <laughs> so, you know, they uh, they want to tell you how they feel, right? and okay. you don't want to you don't want to make them feel like what they're saying is not important. Mm-hmm. So it becomes a different type of balance. Okay, okay. Yeah. And and how do you, how do you take that time for your yourself? Because it seems to me that if you have a, t- a teenager, a lot of times because once people become teens, they really don't. I don't care how much they love their parents. They're pretty much you're a bank to them. So, so, yeah, <laughs> so you're, you're a bank and you're a show before Uber, you were a chauffeur until you got your license, you, you know, so they're really not paying that much. They're like, uh, you don't know what you're talking about. So, right, so right. with that, it, even though you're worried when you're, I, I would assume this is an assumption that you, you are always going to be worried when your child goes out, especially the way society is now and seeing all those things on TV. So you're always going to be worried about your child, but also that gives you time to be by yourself. Whereas when you're dealing with toddlers 
or people who are in kids who are in grade school a lot of times you don't have that time like I like sometimes I would tell parents um, single or not I would say hey take you a Hollywood bath after the kids go to bed because they would say I can't I don't have any downtime when I come in from work because if I try to go into the restroom and take a bath or do whatever they're going to come beating on the door you know like that commercial on tv where the lady is eating right. a candy bar or something she makes herself sound like her husband she's just like go right, go right. away you know whereas if it's a teen you do have some time to have some kind of some kind of hobby um right right so it, it may be not a lot but you do have some time one of my one of my questions to you is how do you balance and again you were fortunate so maybe you know some other single parents that have had to do this you want to be involved in your child's life when it comes to education so let's say when they're in high school or even just in grade school going to PTA meetings and things of that nature being able to communicate with the teacher but you don't really have that opportunity because you may be working two jobs so you don't have that opportunity to go in and talk to the teachers like you want to or do certain things or participate in that child's life what is your recommendation in a situation like that? If you have a person that's working a job and a half, you know, full-time and a part-time, they do want to be involved in their children's activities. They want to go see them do their track meets, their football games, all that kind of stuff, but it becomes difficult. What's your recommendation for those parents? Um, I think it's all about being intentional about what we want to do and mm-hmm. being creative and finding ways to um, participate. Mm-hmm. If I, you know, even now, there are times when I'm working a lot of where I can't make it to uh, a school event, mm-hmm. I'll either A, call the teacher, send an email, um, you know, stay in contact, be transparent about, you know, my situation, let them know like, hey, I'm, I'm working a lot right now. Um, this is very important to me. I would appreciate if we could communicate via telephone or via email okay. so that I can stay uh, plugged into what my kid is doing in the classroom. Okay. And then in terms of like, you know, sporting events, extracurricular activities, you know, again, a very transparent conversation with your child, um, explain the situation. But at the same time, you don't want to miss every game or every event. Um, if it's far enough into the future, you know, make plans. Um, mm-hmm. Try to take a day off. Try to try to get help so that you can, you know, show up. And um, I always tell other parents that kids are a lot more resilient than we give them credit for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um Today, kids understand a lot more um, than we give them credit for. And most of the time, if you're very honest and transparent with your kid, um, it goes a long way. They respect that. Okay. So, all right, to my listening audience, we've been speaking to Mr. Tony Groves about work-life balance as a single parent. We're going to continue this conversation in the Wellness Enclave right after this break.
If it's not, then I wasn't with it. Bad boy, stay committed. Whether hip hop or R&B, featuring Faith Evans co-starring me. P Diddy, you know I got the key to your city. Unlock the door, rock some more. Beats be lace, bad boy, heat the place. We run R&B too, cause we keep the faith. Giving the streets a taste, blaze the charts. I remember. In case you forgot. First lady be making it hot. Ain't nobody taking the spot. Now safe instead of pain. Coming through with a better grain. That's right. In the dash. Cell phone, better range. Get the cash. Stack paper for the whole four quarters. Damn, some things never change. You feel me? Yeah, let's make it dance. Come on, let's go. We Right. Welcome back to the Wellness Enclave with Dr. Sewell and our very special calling guest, Mr. Tony Groves. We are talking about work-life balance as a single parent. How are you doing, Mr. Groves? You doing okay? I'm doing great. Thank you. You're doing great? Okay. Yeah, I know I came in here kind of quick. You were probably like, what? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, was trying, I was trying not to take up too much of your time. I got lost in Faith Evans and, and, and Mr. Diddy. So, okay. <laughs> so, so we've been talking about work-life balance as a single parent. For those of you who don't know, uh, Mr. Groves is, is a single parent. So, so many of these things he's speaking from experience. Um, one of the things that I wanted to ask you as well is what do you find, whether it's you or whether it's some of your friends, male or female, it doesn't matter. But what, what do you find that single parents struggle with a lot? For instance, do they struggle mostly with lack of support being spread thin? What do you hear parents talking about mostly, single parents? Um, I think it's definitely um, the lack of support and the uh, danger of burning out. Okay. You know, the fear of burning out or feeling like they feeling like they need a, a break, like if they could just press the pause button and, and mm-hmm. catch their breath for, for a mm-hmm. little bit. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's very important. I always I always tell parents, whether it's two of them in the house, whether it's or, or a single parent, it, it doesn't matter. You have to take some time for yourself. And the reason I say that is because of this. A lot of times parents, you, you see parents and you're like, why is, why is he or she fussing all of the time? And it's because they haven't had a break. And like you said, they're getting frustrated. They're going to work, dealing with things at work. You know, they may have some some finances that they're dealing with that may be an issue. They may have other relatives, you know, um, you know, like brothers and sisters that are causing problems as well. Or it may just be something going on with the family structure, like the mom might be sick or whatever. But basically, I find a lot of times that parents are up under a lot of of stress and because they don't take time to for themselves because they don't know that they're stressed out that stress manifests in different ways and and basically what happens is it starts falling on the kid it starts falling on that child so it may be fussing it may be the parent isolating because they're like I just I can't you know I can't right now so they may start isolating the child feels neglected and here's the thing it it doesn't mean that it's a bad it doesn't mean that you're a bad parent it means that you're human 
It's just I don't think people take that time to say, you know what, I need about 15 about 15 minutes if they have that opportunity mm-hmm. to do that. And, and also the other thing is the, the children know when the parents are stressed out, especially when they start getting around grade school or teen years, because I've, I've heard children, and I've done this myself, you may want to go talk to your parent about something and you know that they're there for you, but you're like, they're dealing with some other stuff right now. So I don't want to put my stress on that parent. So I think right. I think that's very important. So in your estimation, how can a single parent, and again, we know it's going to vary per situation, but how can they even take some time to themselves? Because they may not have that 50-50 work-life balance. They may not have that for a few years. That's reality. So, but how well, can they take some of that time for themselves or relax? One thing that I, I used to do a lot when um, I, I, was, I wasn't working from home and, um, you know, I had, my, I had my daughter every, you know, at night when I got, mm-hmm. got home from work or on the weekend, you know, mm-hmm. when she was very, very young with me all day, sun up to sundown. Okay. You know? um, <laughs> one of the things I would do is, um, you know, I would do activities with her during the day. And by a certain time, I would start sort of uh, winding down, you know, get her a bath mm-hmm. um, and then get her to bed. And then the rest of the night, I would sort of do the thing that you talked about earlier, like, you know, the Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Bath, right? mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I made sure she was at, in bed by a certain time. So I would have, you know, three to four hours at home quietly by myself so that I could you know maybe do something that I wanted to do or just just relax just have that that quiet time um I'd let it be a known thing that you know bedtime is at this time okay and after that this is my time right and 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 for those it doesn't have to be a Hollywood bath you know it doesn't have to be bubble baths and and listening to (laughs) Listening to music with your candles <laughs> doesn't have to be that. Right, right, but you right. can do scrapbooking, whatever helps you get your mind off of things. Yep. Those are things that you, it can be scrapbooking. I know people that like to do scrapbooking. Some people like to write. Some people like to, to read, you know. But all, yeah. I think you should do those things. Now, what I, what I will say is I don't recommend, and, and, and I'm a news junkie, not, not as much as I used to be, but I always tell people, especially with the way, um, with some of the things that are coming across in the headlines now, um, it doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on, just just a lot of things, not not even politics sometimes, just crime, all of those things. I always tell people, like, if, when you wind down, try not to watch anything that's going to further stress you out. Like, right now, we're addicted to social media and TV and all that good stuff and, and iPads. I try to tell people, don't watch the news or anything like that prior to bedtime. When you're trying to relax, do just that. Don't do anything that's going to add further stress to you. Right. I, I agree. I used to do a, a, a ton of reading in terms of like furthering my uh, education. Mm-hmm. And I had to get to a point where I had to retrain myself to read for, you know, either uh, for entertainment. Right. Just, right. You know, something that I enjoyed. Maybe it was science fiction, but um, yeah, I definitely don't want to add to right. anything that, that's going to because we think that we're getting a break. Right. We mm-hmm. take that free time that we have. and We do something else that it's really work. Right. You know? Right. And that's even making phone calls. Don't you, you know, sometimes we'll, I'm guilty of this. I, I know I need to call somebody. I'll put it off and then I'll say, well, let me call this person. <laughs> if it's somebody that's going to stress you out, don't call them before you go to bed because it's going to, and, and you know, and that doesn't matter if it's your mom. Yes. You may love your mother to death, but you know, 
she's going through something, and you're like, oh, my God, she's going to stress me out. I need to call her at another time, unless it's an absolute emergency. Don't call anybody that you know is going to piss you off. You know that that's the way the conversation is going to end. Again, find something that's going to allow you to relax. Now, I have one more question for you, and I probably should have asked you this before we even got into the self-care, but I know you said you worked from home for a few years. Um, How important do you think it is for a single parent to try to find a job that is going to um, that is going to help them or be parallel to their work like to what they're looking for work life balance particularly as it as it as it relates to dealing with your child or spending that time with your child um i think it's extremely important um any time that i've looked for work or made a job or career change um i always thought about how that is going to impact my life okay and i understand that you can't always find the perfect situation the perfect job right um but I've taken jobs that have paid really well and I've worked a lot of hours and I had a terrible work-life balance, right? Okay. Um, so it's, it's really, really important. There are going to be trade-offs in everything that we do, but if we want work-life balance, that has to be part of the equation. Okay. And, and one of the things I want to say before we close out is this. We know that work-life balance is, is for most, is not going to be like what you see on TV. We get that. So that's not what we're saying about work-life balance, but we are trying to say, try to balance your life as much as you possibly can. And if, even if it's just a little bit of getting that time for self-care, even though work-life balance entails a number of things, but self-care is very important. So even if you can only take 30 minutes a day, that's what you do. Even if that's going out to your car during lunchtime and listening to your favorite music or if you're a spiritual person talking to or praying to whomever, whatever you believe in, all whatever you have to do. Those, those are the things that, that we are talking about. So, Mr. Groves, I appreciate you joining us this morning and talking to us about work-life balance as a single person. I hope the listening audience has learned something or we've helped someone. And as always, I hope you guys have a fantastic day and a happy and healthy week. And please follow up with us on meenterprises.net and or listen to us every two weeks. Listen to the Wellness Enclave with Dr. Sewell and whatever phenomenal guests I have on here. Thank you. You guys have a great day. This has been the Wellness Enclave with Dr. Donna Sewell. Join us weekly and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We look forward to growing with you.